0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Millennial in the Middle. I'm Connor Delin. Actually, I take that back. That, that's a lie. Uh, this isn't another episode of Millennial in the Middle. This is episode 100. Uh, that's kind of exciting. 100 episodes. Uh, if you would have told me two and a half years ago when I started this in July of 2020... That you know, I'd get past 10 episodes. I might have been like, ah, it's a 50-50 chance. But to be breaking into triple digits, uh, it's a huge accomplishment for me. I'm really excited about it. And more so, I'm grateful for all of you that have listened and supported along the way. And that's really why I keep doing it. Uh, you know, often I'll kind of remind myself and have these moments, like, you know, how cool is it that. Someone out there that I may not even know is driving in their car right now and they're listening to me. They're listening to my voice. And I want to tell you I don't take that responsibility lightly. And uh, I value your time and I value the uh, the listening ear that a lot of you have given and the support along the way. So thank you so much. Uh, and thanks for being a part of me along the evolution of this show as we've broadened topics, as we've changed, as we've tried to talk about what's been on our mind at that time. The world is in a very different place in January of 2023 than it was in July of 2020. And uh, we've kind of all been along this ride together. So thank you. Hundredth episode. Today's episode, I'm going to get really personal with you Uh, i'm gonna be my goal is to be really authentic and talk you through uh how i have personally seen you know my progress and evolution work in the hundred episodes that we've now had and then what comes next like what do we do now where's my head at and i want to talk through uh some of the steps uh that i have personally been through but the reason i want to do that is because as i've talked to more and more people Uh, and done more interviews over the last little while. I feel like what I have gone through is a microcosm of what society as a whole is going through and that there are some recurring themes in what I'm hearing people talk about. And like I've said before on the show, we're all just trying to figure life out. We're in this together. And so today is kind of an unscripted, raw conversation about my last couple years. And uh, for those of you that have followed me along the way, I hope you find this interesting. Here's where we'll start. We're going to start with history. And my favorite time of history to talk about is the American Revolution. Uh, And the reason it's so interesting to me is because it was this creation of, you know, the phrase I've used before on the show, an American experiment. That's really what it was. We didn't know if it was going to work, but we gave it a shot. We didn't know what the future necessarily looked like. But people made a change and went out and did something different because of it. And to me, what I find really interesting about the time of the revolution, like there was this, you know, awakening, this new thought of like, you know, I don't love how things are going right now. I feel like I can have more freedom and control of my life. And they kind of collectively as colonies felt this. And then that led to revolution. And obviously it was bloody and we had to fight for that freedom and independence but to me, the most interesting part of American Revolution time zone or time period is what happened right after the revolution took place. Uh, you know, and you know, I'm a huge fan of Hamilton, right? And in Hamilton, you know, this song that's really interesting is when King George sings later on in the show, it's just after the Battle of Yorktown, like they've won. Congratulations. Raise, wave the American flag. We've done it. And King George poses a question to the newfound free colonies and he says, okay, what comes next? You've been freed. You will see, you will soon see how hard it is to lead. And, uh, you know, you're on your own. Awesome. Wow. I'm sure you'll have a great time now. And I think through that, and I I think it's really true for a lot of our lives. Like we go through periods where we kind of tear apart old beliefs or old patterns or old ways of thinking that might have been limiting us. And as we then strip that, now it's this time of like, well, what do we do now? What's What comes next? That question King George asked. And to me, I see... That being what's happened for me personally and for a lot of people I've talked to on the show. Uh, When I started this podcast in 2020, I think it was in the middle of kind of some new ways of thinking for me. Uh, I talked about the power of critical thinking a lot. We brought people on the show who thought different ways and had different types of experiences and approached these conversations from a place of wanting to learn, wanting to understand and trying to gain more empathy for each other. And then that led to me starting to live a more purposeful life and thinking about, uh, you know, the things that mattered to me most. The pandemic gave us this pause that I've talked about many times before on this show that allowed us to slow down and go, what do we really want? Like what really matters to me? What am I going to value? And through then that debate, Uh, you know, internal debate of thinking through these things, it's totally healthy, totally positive. Uh, You start to cut some things out. You start to realize, you know, what are things that are limiting me? What have been thoughts or struggles that I've been facing in my life that I can easily just say no thanks to? And that to me, I think, is The big difference when we talk about a personal revolution. What I want to discuss today is what I'm going to call the process of personal revolution. And what I mean by that is we're used to knowing, like, whenever a big change happens, the American Revolution, for example, like, there's blood in the streets. It's this very negative, like, you have to fight. Things are torn down. It feels very destructive and violent and one against another. But when it comes to you on the inside, trying to decide what matters most to you and how you want to write your own playbook for life, it can be done in a very peaceful way. It can be done from a place of gratitude and love and acceptance. And saying no thanks to something doesn't mean that you don't support it or you don't love other people that feel that way or you're in a different spot. It simply means that you looked within and tried to find a path that was going to fit best for you and how you were going to truly be happy. So with that, I want to talk about mainly today, the process of kind of building this new foundation. So, you know, we talked 2020 is kind of a bit of this awakening. 2021 becomes this year of a bit of an unraveling, destruction. I mean, like we've talked about the great resignation, for example. You had 65 million people at this in the beginning of 2021 that then came out of the pandemic and said, I don't want to go back to my day job, right? Like I'm not I'm not feeling that. That's not necessarily valuable to me. I can find a different way, I can find a better way. 65 million people quit, right? And I was one of those. Like, I think about my personal life in that period of time. I sold my house. I left my job. Uh, I went and traveled the world for a little bit, right? Like, I was really in this mode of, hey, where, who am I? What do I want to do? What does come next? And I realized through that, that now what I had to do is, you know, after you tear a lot of things out and you kind of deconstruct and you decide, hey, I'm going to renovate my house. I'm going to renovate from within. Then what do you do at the beginning of building anything? You lay a foundation, you build a foundation and you better not rush that step because the foundation that you're built on of your values, what matters most to you, how you treat people, how you view success, how you love yourself. That is something that for frankly, most of my life, I neglected. Uh, Being real open and honest with you here again, like I said, I spent a lot of my life uh, being validated externally. Uh, I didn't go within very often. In fact, when people would talk about like self-love or, oh, I'm taking a break from dating, for example, so I can work on myself, I'm like... Well, that's stupid. What What are you doing that for, right? Like the way to work on yourself is just to get out there and do stuff and go work and go make it happen. Like make it happen was the motto, uh, you know, like my personal mantra for years and years of my life. But in that make it happen mentality all the time, you don't give yourself the chance to pause. You don't give yourself the chance to look within And that, to me, is now I look back on the year 2022, and this is our first podcast of 23, that was my theme of last year, was building a foundation that I then wanted to set up the rest of my life upon. And as I've had a lot of interviews, I think a lot of you have done the same thing. To me, there's three different things that have been a big part of me Building a foundation and not skipping on that and taking the time and putting in the work and embracing the you know times of solitude, embracing journal writing, meditation, breath work, whatever it might be to find that place within uh that 's what i 've done, and to me, there are really three pieces. That I see a part of this process that I've gone through, uh, and I want to talk about. I want to talk about all of these, but let me give them to you all right now. First off, is finding a place where your validation comes from within, to be self validated, to have all the love that you need be able to come from inside you. Uh, the second is then the ability to kind of surrender and let go, and realizing that it, nothing is under control, and that's actually a good thing. Accepting that. And then third is frequently allowing yourself to check in, to recenter and reconnect uh, with you know, the type of energy you want to go take out to the world. So let's talk about that step one. Uh, I am an entertainer by nature. Uh, If you were to probably like use one word to describe 12, 13 year old Connor, it was as an entertainer, like where I felt most comfortable was on stage with a microphone in my hand in front of other people. I used singing at that point in my life as an excuse to get on stage. Like I didn't really even view myself as a singer. It was like, no, I'm an entertainer. Uh, But singing is my excuse to be on stage. Like that's how I did that. And frankly, I kept my entertainment side up as I became a professional speaker and started out in my career. That it was like, I what I loved was being in front of people and connecting and finding what made them tick and seeing that happen from stage is something that I have just always loved. But I realized a lot of my mentality as an entertainer through that has been, I got my worth based on the reaction I got from other people or being so overly concerned with perception and what people are thinking and what you are and you know as you're saying something how do they feel about it how are they reacting and obviously like that's a skill that's a very good thing like you know reading the room adapting to your audience right and i had that skill. Like I was very able to, like I had had this ability to tap into the feeling of a group and know how they were feeling and then change how I was going to speak or present or talk in order to match them. Now that might work great if you're on stage, like trying to help a group of people. But I think there comes a point where you realize that uh, the best thing I can do if I'm going to talk about is do it from a place of authenticity uh, do it from a place of vulnerability. And your realness at the end of the day is often what brings a lot of people to you. And it, it's like, all of a sudden you have this realization that I, why do I care so much about what everyone else thinks? Like, seriously, I, I realized, you know, I turned 30 last year. And like I've spent most of my life so concerned about how other people see me, but I have not spent the time thinking about how do I see myself? How do I show up for myself? Am I happy and am I okay in there? And that phrase brings me to my favorite book I read in the year 2022, and that was Michael Singer's Living Untethered. Uh, now I have talked about Michael Singer on this show many times. I'm like a disciple of that guy. Like I love everything he touches. His original book, Untethered Soul, changed my life. No joke, no exaggeration. His other book, uh, his second book that he wrote, was called The Surrender Experiment. Uh, Experiment, excuse me. And that is basically kind of his story and how he personally has applied the principles that he teaches in the Untethered Soul. And then he comes out with Living Untethered last year, uh, that is basically like a companion and a follow up to that, but more focused on a practical application of these principles of uh, you know of these principles that were taught in Untethered Soul. And the phrase that hit me and just smacked me in the face the moment I started reading this book early on, he talks about how he's like everyone is just going through life, trying to be okay in there. Not even trying to be great or happy or like fantastic and they're like, no, we're all just trying to be okay in there. And to me, there's so much power in that for both yourself to know that, hey, all that really matters is what do you have inside? How do you feel about yourself? Are you making that decision to be happy? Are you making that decision to show up in the world coming from a place of gratitude and abundance and a spirit of bringing people together? And that is a really, really good approach to life personally. But then the moment you realize, well, yeah, that's true for me. I think about it like I've got these thoughts that are going inside my head all day. I feel these emotions. I have these external experiences and things that happen to me. And all of this affects the way I'm feeling in there. I'm experiencing it all. I'm feeling it all. And I'm just trying to be okay. And then it doesn't take very long that you realize, oh, everyone else is doing the same thing everyone else has thousands and thousands of thoughts going through their head each day. Everyone else is facing experiences and circumstances that are out of their control and they're just trying to be okay in there. So, can I help other people be okay in there as well, right? Like how can I first prioritize like the flight attendant, uh, you know, the plane analogy of make sure to put your own oxygen mask on before you help anyone else. But that becomes part of this process of realizing, wait, if I look within, if I can find how to be validated, how to find, how to love myself in a way that I maybe wouldn't have before Well, now I can show up in a world and a place to help other people get to that point. And that is a really, really cool perspective that uh, I feel like I've picked up in the last year. Um, Now, that hasn't always been easy. Uh, I am not good at being alone. I'm not good at sitting in silence. I'm not very good at writing in a journal, right? Because what's the point of writing in a journal if no one else is going to see it, right? Like I do a podcast for everybody else. I'm like, no, no, no. This podcast is for me. Like, what are you doing that's just for yourself? For example, one of the things I did in 2022 is I tried to take at least one night a week that I did nothing, on purpose. And I spent that time by myself because up to that point in my life, whenever I, you know, I, I always wanted to fill my calendar. It was always about what's next. What am I doing? Like I wanted to be busy. I've called myself a collector of experiences. And if I had a night where I was just home with nothing to do and no one to be with, that was because it was like the last resort. It was like, oh, well, all the plans fell through, or this didn't happen, or not every day can be great, so I guess this day is just, uh, I'm, I'm doing nothing, right? And then actually changing that mindset and be like, no, I, I want to have a night a week where I choose to not have to be stressed about interacting with other people, that I choose to check in with myself and... To make sure I'm in a good place and to recenter and refocus and not do that as a last resort. Not do that because you didn't have any other better plans come through that night. Doing it by choice and on purpose uh, has been a major, major change for me and a huge benefit in that. So the second part of this process then for me personally has been this idea of letting go. This idea of surrender. Uh, again, now to kind of quote Michael Singer in his book, The Surrender Experiment, he basically explains that while the word surrender has can have a negative connotation, right? Like we're giving up, we're waving the white flag. Uh, typically, like that's our last resort. Instead, he explains it as the realization that you aren't in control, that you aren't in charge. And there's a freedom that comes from knowing like, hey, we're just uh, a human on this earth having an earthly experience. And the whole goal is to learn from it and to enjoy it and to find happiness and to help other people do the same thing along the way. And where I think I had it wrong for a a long time in my life is I tried to say, well, if I'm not okay in here, the way to fix that is by changing things out there by changing my circumstance, by changing where I was or who I was with. And you quickly find, well, I shouldn't say quickly find. It took me 30 years to figure out. Like you find at some point that you can't control what happens out there. The only thing that you can control is how you respond and how you to react to what's happening in there. And all of a sudden, that makes it a lot easier because then you can realize, wait, you can be happy in a crappy situation. You can be happy in a time that maybe isn't a highlight. Why? Because you just choose to be happy. It it really is that simple. And I, I think for me, I lived a big, big portion of my life always thinking about, what was next? Like I lived my life thinking six to seven steps ahead. And while that's positive in a lot of ways uh, to, you know, to plan, to set goals, to be visionary and have an idea for where you want to go. A part of that is a recognition, even if it's subconscious, that you're not happy with where you are now. That you view what you're doing or where you are in that point of life as a means to an end. For example, from a career standpoint, for me for a long time, I was like, you know, th- well, this isn't necessarily what I want to do, but I'm doing this so that I can have this experience to say that I've done this. Or I want to do this right now. Not, I'm not really going to enjoy it, but if I do that, then later I will be happy. And then I'll be in a place where I'm really doing what I want to do and be fully fulfilled. But I got I to gotta go through this time first. And you realize that all we do is we keep moving the goalpost because we never get there. I lived most of my life in a mindset that it was a race, that I was trying to get somewhere. And then part of this awakening and the deconstruction is like, wait, where am I trying to go? And is where I'm trying to go even something that you can ever reach? Like life isn't summiting the mountain, doing it and saying, all right, we did it. Pack things up. Like life was a success. Check those boxes. We made it. You never get to that point. And that to me all of a sudden brings in this whole like that to me is mindfulness. That to me is being present. That's the power of being in the now and being where you are and okay with that right then. Now I'm going to come back to that thought of being in the moment, being here now in just a minute. But the third thing uh, that I did frequently this year in building my foundation is frequently recentering and reminding yourself that you're in there, reminding yourself that you're the one feeling the emotions, that you're the one having the thoughts, or that you're the one recognizing the thoughts, right? That you're the one that's experiencing all of these external forces and factors and uh, times that come into your life. And getting to a point where you often remind yourself that, hey, how am I doing in there? Am I okay? Am I living from a place of light and love and integrity and gratitude? And it's really, really easy to go through life and just do all the things and check all the boxes, and be the person that you think you should be, and often the person that everyone else wants you to be, right? And not taking the time to ask yourself, hey, how am I doing in there? Am I okay? And if not, what can I recognize in me that I have a choice about that I can control that I can control how I'm reacting to the situation that I'm choosing to not give as much power to these negative or destructive or limiting thoughts and beliefs. And the more time you take to sit within and to remind yourself of that, uh, it allows you to live with a lot more purpose with a lot more intention. So what did I learn in the year 2022? I will view it as the year that I looked within. I will always remember it as the year that I I realized that I'd been doing it wrong for a lot of my life, that the answer was a whole lot more simple than I ever thought. And the place that I kept trying to get to and was planning to get to realizing I'm already there and being okay with where you are right now. Now we go back to the theme of this podcast, being a millennial in the middle, with an emphasis of the in the middle. Uh, I obviously talk about history a lot on this show, and to me... I think we have an interesting relationship with both the past and the future. And where are we? We're smack dab in the middle of those two things. And what is the middle? It's the now. It's where you are right at that moment. You are in the middle. We're all stuck in the middle of this moment in the present together right now, right? And I think often we have a complicated relationship with our past. Uh, you know, I've told you today, some things that it's like, you know, that I, I had it wrong, that I realized big parts of my life, I wasn't fully happy or fulfilled. And I wasn't even giving myself the time to stop and think, how was I doing in there? I was kind of running this race. Now I could look at that and almost like be mad at my former self (laughs) Or be like, oh, why did it take me so long? Like, I'm so dumb. How didn't I figure this out? Or like, why, 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 where did I get to this point? Like, why didn't I get to this point faster? And realizing that look at yourself in the past with the same love and gratitude that you want to give everyone else, right? Like the same way you treat other people when they fall short or they don't go there. Like, how can you look at your past and go, yeah, I honor that person that I was, the things that I did. And uh, Hey, at that time I was just doing my best in that moment. And how cool is it now that I've gotten to where I am? And and I obviously say that, that, you know, you, you plugging yourself into that of looking at yourself at times that you might not be, you know, feeling like you were at your best. And going, you know what? It was all a part of the process. And I'm going to take the best things from my past possible and apply them to the now. And then again, we have this interesting relationship with the future, right? I just told you, always being focused on what's next or always being focused on where you're going to be, what you're going to do, who you're going to do it with, all of those different pieces, it takes you out of that moment of being okay with where you are right now. So can we have this relationship with ourselves where we we remember, we respect, we're thankful, we learn, we don't hide from the past, both in a personal way and in a broad way. And then we look at the future with a desire to be better, with excitement. We look forward to this time, but we don't view the the future as the solution to the now and our problems that we feel we have in the now. So, what is 2023 about for me? Uh, I feel like I kind of know what the theme might be. Uh, and again, I think this is where a lot of people are. I think a lot of people have redefined what matters to them. They've relooked at their values. They've kind of gone through this awakening. They've maybe torn some things out of their life that they realized weren't serving them that much. And now it becomes a time to go, all right, we, we built this foundation. We took the time. We didn't rush it. But now what? Now that I look at life in this lens, now that I'm viewing things in a different way, what comes next? The question King George asked. I'm gonna go back to Hamilton, I, like, right? There's a song in there that's my favorite in the whole show, and I think it's kind of underrated. Dear Theodosia, I think I have quoted it on this show before, I'm sure. I've done a hundred episodes now, And it's Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton both singing a song to their newborn children. It's right after the war has ended. And these men are going to work to now create the country and decide what really does come next. And the line is, You will come of age with our young nation. We'll bleed and fight for you. We'll make it right for you. And if we lay a strong enough foundation, we'll pass it on to you. We'll give the world to you, and you'll blow us all away. I love that phrase. If we lay a strong enough foundation, then we'll pass it on to you and you'll blow us away. If you feel like you can do more work in that building of the foundation personally and looking within and recentering and letting go and surrendering to how can you just choose to be happy, please, please don't neglect to do that work don't be like me for a lot of times in my life where i thought that you know talking about working on yourself and all these different pieces was all just fluff it's real and you owe it to yourself to give yourself that time to ask yourself that questions and to find what what it is that really matters and i love that phrase and you'll blow us all away because once that foundation is in place well now there's nothing you can't do and i think a lot of us might be in a point where we still feel kind of fresh kind of new like i ah, you know i t- i'm i'm in this point where i'm trying to rebuild and i've got this foundation well now it's time to build up and the way to build up is being here now is being in the present. My second favorite book I read last year was Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now. And again, he just, uh, almost to the point of belaboring it, right? Like he drills inside your head that you can choose to be happy in the moment that you are right now. And when you do that, you've kind of figured out the hack to life. So that's where I'm at. Uh, this podcast has evolved along the way. I've tried to be real and authentic with you. I've got some great episodes coming up here. Uh, that some of the Several of them I've already pre-recorded uh, interviews that I'm excited to share with you. I hope that we can continue to grow together. I hope that personal development is something that I always prioritize in my life and that I... Know and recognize that personal evolution is something that we should embrace and run to. And if we're not focused on trying to be better and why, then what are we doing anyway? Uh, and I think as we all do that individually, we are so, so much better collectively in the way we show up to the world and to each other and in relationships and the way we communicate. And I, I just, feel that centered, mindful people, individuals is how we create the type of collective and the type of community that, uh, I think we all dream of. We all imagine like the John Lennon song, right? Anyway, uh, I, I'm going to wrap this up. I didn't necessarily know where this was going to go today. Uh, again, my heart is filled with gratitude, uh, for all of you uh and being a part of this journey and you know it's not always easy but it's worth it and i hope that you can find yourselves in a place of life where you're already there where you've made the decision to be happy you've made the decision to have a full life full of energy love light and that you feel that happiness legitimately within. That's all I've got. Episode 100 for the hundredth time. Clowns to the left me, jokers to the right. Here I am stuck in the middle with you. Thanks for listening. Cheers to the next hundred and happy new year.